Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It's, of course, time for more of your listener questions. Pam and Ricky are standing by to help me tackle some great questions today. We get a question from a listener over in the UK asking if she should use the first day of her ticket on her arrival day. She's arriving after 4 p.m. or save it for her departure day. Now she has to leave for the airport at noon. So should she use that half day at the beginning of the trip? or the end of the trip. So we talk about the the positives and the negatives of each situation. We also talk about going to Walt Disney World in July before the podcast cruise for a family that the family's never been to Walt Disney World before, and they're used to Disneyland with the more mild climate and the smaller footprint of the resort. How can they stay cool and make sure that they don't get overheated and, more importantly, overwhelmed with the size and scope of Walt Disney World? We give some tips there. We also talk about a great place for a 25th anniversary dinner for a great couple that met working at the Disney store. How cool is that? And many other questions coming your way on today's show. As always, don't forget our podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website today over at magicforless.com. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. That supports everything we do throughout the year. And also, thank you to our patrons who support us and make all these shows possible. We could not do this without your support. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us this week, we'd sure love to have you. coming over Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,279 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you and happy May the 3rd. I I mean, it's not May the 4th yet, so I'm going to make that a thing. Go get a drink. It's May the 3rd. May the thirst like be it. with you. And, uh, it's kind of like thirst. Kind of. I mean, go to 7-Eleven yeah. and maybe they'll give you a free Slurpee or something. I know they do that like on, what, July 11th? Just just yeah. say you're early. You're a couple months early. Anyway, we're here not to celebrate that. You can do that tomorrow. Get out your lightsaber and have fun with all that and dress up like Obi-Wan Kenobi. But today, we're answering Lister questions and we are not dressed as Jedi, but we are Jedi of Disney knowledge. We're going to run with that. I didn't even write that down, but that's what we're doing today. And we're glad to have you here with us today. The crew is here joining us from the mouseforless.com, which I promise you no Sith hangout on that website, but it's all good Jedi mus- uh, music, not music, news. I, news. I'm sorry. Man, I was rolling tips, there tricks. for a minute. Tips, you were. Tricks. You, had a, you had a good there. And tips, tricks, rumors, me. and uh, clickbait. No, it's not clickbait. No. See, I was tricking you because we actually we, we talked about that on Sunday night. We had a big conversation. Well, we'll talk about that here at the top of the show. I'm going to ask you guys real quick. You're, you're, I got a question for you. But first, Ricky, right. joining us from the Mouse for Less. Ricky, happy Wednesday. What's up? Happy Wednesday. Uh, I will not be celebrating May the 4th. Uh, so, you know, it's it's just a, another day for me. Uh, you know, not not going to have on Star Wars anything. You here Sith the Lord, house, you. So. Yeah, I know, right? So it's just, just going to be me and Lucy here. So that's it. 
No, no Star Wars. I can put a couple of buns <laughs> on the side of her head and call her Princess Leia. Yeah, I guess that's what I'll end up doing. Sure. Dude, that's what you got to do. Come on. Yeah. Are you not a Disney yeah. fan? Do it. Uh, not a Star Wars fan. No. So oh, something's wrong with you. Terrible. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Also joining us, we have the coder of the magic for less travel, Pam Forrester, who the force is strong with. Pam, what's up? Hey, we Wednesday. It's true. The force is strong. I like it all. I like all the uh, Star Wars holidays. Are they official holidays? Are they actually on calendars? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of holidays I don't know that are on the calendar. And that's just because I don't celebrate that. Every now and then I'll see like a holiday. I'll be like, I wonder what that is. And then I look it up and I'm like, oh, all right. So I like all the different holidays. I I. I guess you like Star Wars isn't really a religion, so maybe that's why. Well, for some people it is. I don't know. I know that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like maybe, it sh maybe the Star Wars holiday should be on. Like, what's the qualifier to be on the calendar as a, an official holiday? I want to know that. So. I don't know, but we have our first caller of the day. Hang on. I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right, thank you, Darth. Oh, I find your oh, lack oh, of wait, faith disturbing. It's looping. Sorry about that. Darth Darth gets two shots there. Okay, cool. <laughs> So that was for Ricky. No, I don't know what makes him official. I guess it's just, uh, you know, geekdom. How, how geeky are you? And so <laughs> pretty geeky. I'm happy. That's Look, it. if I love all the holidays. So if like whatever people want to celebrate, if they want to celebrate with me, I'm, I'm in. I mean, this is a great week, right? I mean, you got May the 4th and you got Cinco de Mayo. And by the way, Friday's show is going to all be about Cinco de Mayo. So grab a margarita and a burrito and come back Friday. So be ready. I'm just, you knew we weren't missing that one, right? I mean, no, come on now. No. Show I've celebrated uh, many. Uh, yeah, yes. I've celebrated many May the 4th and uh, Cinco de Mayo at Walt Disney World. It's actually a really fun week to celebrate. Oh, I yeah, it is. It. But that's Friday. Hold on. Okay. So, I know. I know. so we, okay. So we opened up the phone lines on Sunday night, Scott and I. It's the BOGP open line. If you're not there on Sunday nights, it's seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central, Facebook and YouTube, and calling in where you been. It's awesome. We have fun with our listeners. So, you guys, I guarantee both of you saw this on, on the social media. The lady that said that Walt Disney World is the biggest scam going, and she went in and she bought the $800 worth of lightsabers, and she bought went to the most expensive character meal. Then immediately after character meal, she had to buy popcorn for everybody. She had to buy snacks for you know, other snacks for everybody. She had to buy Genie Plus for everybody. She had to buy individual lightning lanes. She went and spent the most amount of money possible in the most like undisciplined way imaginable just to make a clickbaity story for TikTok. She, and she's like a high luxury TikTok influencer. Burned me up. And it really burned up our phone lines too on Sunday night, which you can hear the show tomorrow on the feed. Um, Pam, what do you think about that kind of stuff? Because the thing is like, to me, it makes us is like sane Disney fans. When our friends and family see stories like this on social media, they're like, yeah, you go to that place and it's insane. It's so expensive. How do you know it's it's in, it's such a weight? And no, it doesn't have to be. Like I do it, and and I and I do it in a sensible manner. But when you see somebody exploit, you know, social media like that, it just burned me up. But I don't want to give her a ton of time. But I just want to get your your guys's take on this. Yeah, uh, look, <laughs> no one makes you spend any amount of money. While you're at Disney. I mean, except for like, if you want to go into the park, you have to buy park tickets. If you don't, you don't even have to go into the park. If you don't want to, you don't have to stay at the resorts. You don't have to whatever. Um, 
to spend the, uh, for me, it's sort of the ultimate in ignorance for me to spend money and then be mad at somebody else about it. I, I'm like, um, isn't that sort of on me? Like what I spent my money? I don't know. I think of myself as being responsible for me and my own actions. If I don't want to do something or I feel like something wasn't a good value or whatever, then I won't do it again. Um, so that, that's, that's my, that's my take on all of it. And Plus, you have to really think about, I think this is not just in social media, but especially in social media, what's the person's motivation for posting this, right? right? It, was, it was clickbait, 100%. And right. that's the motivation when you look at her, that, that's kind of her MO for her whole, like, you know, social media presence. But it's just because, you know, everybody sees it and everybody talks about it. And then, it, you know, for, for us sane Disney fans, which okay, is that a misnomer? I don't know. Is that one of those... <laughs> What are they called? You know, like, exactly. But I mean, it's one of those things like, wow, it is so, no, you know, it's just like going to the ball game, right? I mean, you could sit in the most expensive seat in the stadium, but I still see the same ball game when I sit up in the low section for a reasonable price, you know, could I get the, you know, where the waiter comes and serves me every, you know, everything I get to eat and puts a, you know, a, a napkin around my neck. No, I just go and get an order of nachos and a Coke Zero and I'm happy and I watch the ball game at a reasonable price, you know. And a lot but of times if you, you spent that money and then complained about it the whole time as if it was somebody else's fault, that would be sort of a craziness kind of thing, right? I yeah. mean, it's a society we live in, but it just something about that just. I just, I hate when people do that kind of stuff because, you know, it's a happy place. And I know it's, it's not perfect. I get that. It is. And it is expensive. But I mean, we all, so is going to the Cardinals game, you know, and so is going to the movies. You know, if, if I bought, if I bought every one of my kids, you know, if we all four went and we all four got large tubs of popcorn, you know, like if we go, we sneak in cheap candy from the dollar store. We do. I mean, I'm sorry because, you know, they don't police that. I'm just, it's expensive. So. Well, and I always say too, like this is something that would that I talk about, you know, with the Asians too. But if what if you aren't talking about something that is frustrating to you with the person that can actually solve it, or a person who can actually solve it, then are you really interested in solving the problem, right. or are you just more interested in complaining about mm. the problem? And Ricky, you work in social media. So, I mean, this kind of thing, I mean, I know I not, you know, I'm no dummy. I know the whole reason is that we're talking about this. She's winning because we're talking about right. it on our show right now. Like exactly. this is exactly her end game and people clicked on it. That was her end game, but it's just, it just bugs me. No, I'm not a clickbait person in the sense of, you know, on the mouse for less, you will never see me write a clickbait article. And we said that on, on, on Sunday I, night. We appreciate that. I won't do it because they're, you know, if you want to know the information, you want to know the information. Don't trick me into figuring out, you know, what the information is. So, um, you know, I, I very much get irked by the clickbait. Um, I saw um, an article this weekend about being trapped on Disney Cruise Line because the ship wasn't, you know, was stuck in Nassau. And I was like, well, they sign me up. They weren't really trapped. Dude, I mean, sign you know, me up like, with I mean, the $100 they... onboard credit and the 20% off a future cruise and being exactly, stuck on Exactly, I'll take it. But like the Put word they used was trapped. And I was like, well, that's kind of clickbaity. Uh, definitely clickbaity. So like, I don't know. I just, I, that stuff bothers me too. Uh, and again, I like you. I know why they do it. It gets people who are not, um, you know, as inclined uh, as we are, you know, in the community and, and paying attention to what things really are 
to actually click on things and you know get the you know clicks and money and stuff like that but i mean if you really want to know information it's out there in legitimate ways i.e the mouse for less i agree guarantee yeah, we, you the information is on the mouse for less and not going to be a clickbait article yeah over the mouse for less you know it's just the facts jack and that's what i like you know exactly. it's just what you need to know so there you go so anyway so just let's go on to our questions I know, I know, I know. and you know what you won't believe number three it's we're like buzz mouse <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, don't go away before question number four. I'm just yeah. saying. Guess which snack you're lying. It, yeah. Guess which awesome. snack Mike Rollman will never eat again. That was awesome, fam. That was classic. That was so good. Okay, so I totally forgot what I was going to do because that was so great. Uh, oh, real quick, I wanted to mention, though, especially for those people going on the Be Our Guest podcast cruise, which we have some questions about that here in the live chat, which we're going to get to here in just one second, that Disney Cruise Line had an announcement over the weekend. I love when they announced stuff over the weekend. That the check-in dates have now changed, and they've announced that new Pearl level of the Castaway Club uh, now. So you have Pearl, uh, you have uh, Platinum, you have Gold, you have Silver, and you have Newbies. Um, so you got those levels, but now we have new checking dates of, let's see if I got this right. Cause I was just talking with Disney cruise line about 28 minutes ago, Pearl checks in and concierge as well at 40 days prior to the cruise. <laughs> Pack me up, Pam. If I get this, I almost positive that platinum is now 38 days prior to the cruise. Gold is 35 days prior to the cruise. Silver is 33 days prior to the cruise and first timers are still at 30. That's it. Yep. Yes. 40, 38, 35, 33, and 30. <laughs> old, old dog can memorize. There you go. And the booking window has changed as well just for Pearl members. They can book three days before Platinum can at that 120 days. Um, so you, that's the day you can book your dining, your excursions, your activities, and things like that. Um, if you're paid in full. Yep. How, right. how many cruises do you have to be to be in Pearl? 20? 20? Yeah, 20. 20 or 20. 25? Yeah, I can't 20, remember. Something yeah. like that, yeah. It's quite a few. I mean, you're pretty much allowed to steer the boat if you're in Pearl. <laughs> so, good luck. Okay, so first so, question. So, what that means is, is good luck to anybody who wants a cabana, because you're never getting one unless you're playing. You know, well, well, why, 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 yeah, why are you being a dream Yeah, that's true. Why are you being a dream It's not like there's more pearls now. No, it, that's They were point. all just platinum before, and yeah. now... Pearl. I, you know what? And I don't even know what I am at this point. Isn't that funny? I don't keep track of stuff like that. Like people often say to me, how many times have you gone to Disney? I have no, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I get on the plane. Yeah. I get there. I, what do we count by? Days spent? I don't know. I just yeah, go. I don't know. Well, I, I do know that I'm platinum. I don't know how close I am to, to Pearl, but I know that Mallory becomes platinum this cruise because she's like, I want the same lanyard as you. I'm there. I'm like, you were born. I mean, what do you mean to tell you? Like, you don't have as many cruises because you weren't alive. You sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like it wasn't like not bringing you. Like, sorry, you were not born. You were not on the earth. So I, I can't tell you. You know, I know you are spoiled. So anyway, <laughs> Jenna's got a question. Speaking of the Be Our Guest podcast cruise, let's hop in. It's been too long. We need to get to questions. We're coming on the BOGP cruise and then staying for three park days. It is the first time going for my husband and the three kids. They're 10, 8, and 4, and they're used to a much smaller Disneyland and hate the heat. Any ADR recommendations for people who will likely be very overwhelmed by Walt Disney World for a nice place to have a nice meal and escape the craziness? Looking for recommendations at each park, also for foodies. All right, I'm throwing in my first one, I think. 
and I can't wait to sail with you guys. Kids are going to have fun. We're going to have a blast. I've been talking with Jenna for a long time. I met Jenna down at the springtime surprise. We're going to have a blast. Go Toronto Maple Leafs. Ryan O'Reilly. Okay, so let me just say this. I'm going to throw in Garden Grill. Character meal, Epcot, in the land. The restaurant rotates. Really good food. I think everybody kind of likes it. It's not real crazy food. It's kind of just your basic food. Super cool. Chippendale. Is, is Mickey Mouse there, too? I think he is, yeah. like a farmer. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, Canadians like farmers, like especially if you're like from Saskatchewan or something. I don't know where they're from in Canada, but I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. But like hockey players usually from like, you know, Halibut or something. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I watch a lot of hockey night in Canada. Uh, no, but Garden Grill is my suggestion. And you're right. I mean, I like this because July, Walt Disney World, never been there. Probably you're exactly right. It'll be a little bit overwhelming if you're used to little bitty Disneyland. So, Pam, what do you say to, to Jenna and squad? So, first of all, Jenna, I'm going to say, listen to your people. I thought you were going to say, listen if to the land. I are mean, getting, <laughs> <laughs> if people are getting hot, tired, um, thirsty, whatever, do something different. Don't feel like you have to keep going on just to get things done. Um, go back to your hotel for a swim. Like you said, like you're saying right here, um, stop, have a meal, sit down, cool off. I think there are a lot of people that like heat is sort of like a threshold. Once you're too hot, boom, it's too late. you're too hot yep. and it's too late. If you feel yourself getting too hot, go into an air conditioned attraction, make sure you get something to drink, blah, 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 do all those things. So um, I'm going to say that. So Mike gave you a place that you can go in Epcot. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you a place that you can go in um, Animal Kingdom because there really aren't that many choices. Um, I would um, try out Tiffin's. I think mm -hmm. it's good for dinner or lunch. Um, they have an interesting menu. It's not the same stuff. If you don't want a sit-down meal, um, you can always go to the lounge. They have seating both inside and outside for the lounge. And even on the hottest of days, somehow that outside seating area feels cool and just a nice place to relax, um, things like that. The other thing you need to remember is too, it's not just table service that it has great indoor seating Correct. at Walt Disney World. There's lots of great seating at quick service locations too. So make sure you have one of those in your back pocket. And even if you just need to stop and get um, an iced tea, and a bottle of water, that seating's available for you there, too, at the at the uh, quick service location. Yes, mobile order. You know, Pecos Bills, Cosmic Rays over in Tomorrowland mm -hmm. at the Magic Kingdom, Columbia Harbor House in the Magic Kingdom. Get out, especially if you're there in the afternoon in July and, like, Fantasyland. Dude, just, like, split with your family, you know, some hush puppies and fries. Dude, I get clam chowder. I don't recommend that in July, but I love clam chowder, and my family hates it. So it's the only place I can get it. That's the worst probably thing ever in the world to eat in July in the heat, but I do. So don't do as I do, but just get something good. You know, like, you know, just get a snack up there and just go up top and relax and get some AC. So it's a good call, but mobile order. So you don't have to even wait in line with kids. Ricky, yes. give. so we got Animal Kingdom. We got Epcot. So another suggestion. Yeah. And, you know, Magic Kingdom is going to be a harder one uh, just because I feel like, you know, the, the food of the Magic Kingdom is it's sometimes good sometimes bad it just depends on, on where you're going uh, i'm going to suggest if you want to stay in the magic kingdom crystal palace i think is going to be it's going to be a character meal it's going to be a unique character meal because of the fact that it's one of the Pooh characters so i think that that's a really good option 
Um, and then if you are okay with leaving the park, I'm going to suggest going to Kona over at the Polynesian. Um, I think that that's a really good option as well. So um, it just kind of depends on what you're looking for, if you are okay with leaving the park. Um, and then as far as Hollywood Studios is concerned, um, you know, one of our favorites is 50 Prime, 50s Primetime. Yep. Um, it's such a good experience, uh, very different than anything you've got at Disneyland. Um, so that's going to be an option that I think I would suggest for over there. And I love 50 era sci-fi. I just haven't been in there in like a decade because I cannot get an ADR in there no matter what. I can't get a walk up. They will not let me in that place. It's yeah. something about me. I cannot get in. That place is super cool, too. If you can swing an ADR there, that'd be cool. Also, remember when you're at the studios, you can just hop on the Skyliner and you can go to the Riviera. Well, you're, she's going to be at Caribbean Beach. So uh, Primo Piatto is a great counter service option, too, over the Riv. Yeah. It's awesome food. Anyway. All right, so let's get to a question here from Julie. She says, planning a possible trip to California right after the 4th of July, trying to work in a first-time trip to Disneyland. I see that the Matterhorn bobsleds are closed until TBD, and Alice, Peter Pan, and Mr. Toad are going down June 5th until TBD. Have you heard anything about the possible length of these closures? I'm getting a little worried about the number of big things that may be down when I'm there to visit. So... So those three that you're talking about in Fantasyland, other than the Matterhorn, they're in the same show building. Really? So that's why they're all going down at the same time, mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. Somebody rumored that it might have been because all those rains. Maybe it's like a roof thing. I, who knows? Mm -hmm. This is what I heard. I mean, they had like historic rains this spring. So mm -hmm. that could actually be it. Because uh, I wouldn't imagine that they planned to take these things down right at the beginning mm -hmm. of June. I can't. I can't imagine this was like a schedule thing. This is probably like we have to take these things down and they are great attractions, right? I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like I went out there and I fell in love with Alice and Toad and Peter Pan's a classic I mean, there's nothing there, but here's the good news in the Matterhorn bobsleds. They're awesome, but your back will thank you. Um, <laughs> so your kidneys and your liver and every other part of your body, uh, it, it, that is the most jarring experience in the history of, amusement parks uh, and theme parks but here's the thing there's so much at disneyland and dca you're still gonna have an amazing time like i know that i'd be sweating bullets too if i was in your shoes right if it was my first time going to disneyland i'd be like because ah! I, I, I know like mike shut up i don't want to hear you say that I'm, I'm gonna be fine that these four things are down i i get it but you are it's still gonna be awesome but man i i feel your pain Right, because those are unique things, especially Alice and Toad. Well, and I have a I have a date for the Matterhorn. Oh, so the Matterhorn actually reopens on June first. So look at you, you Jedi. I know. I know. Look. Stop. There you go. Stop it. So there. What about yeah. TBD? What's TBD equal? You uh, mathematician. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about Mr. Toad, but you know, I know that uh, that Matterhorn is uh, June first. So um, that I have an answer for. So yay. Uh, yeah, Mr. Toad and all them just say check back for updates. So, uh, it's probably one of those things where, like you said, if they're closing it kind of at a spur of the moment type of thing in a way, like they probably don't know how long the work yeah, is. Yeah, that's probably right. It's, yeah, to get finished. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like when a hailstorm comes through, uh, North County, St. Louis, like, uh, just whenever they get your roof on because the exactly, the yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, by the way, Tim Rogers in the live chat, nice mention here. Not the ninja at Six Flags. That is a brutal roller coaster out in Eureka. I so, Ricky, what do you ninja. think? That thing rattles your head back so, and forth so hard. Like, it's a miracle your head's still oh yeah, on your it, shoulders it when you get beats, back in the station. It beats you up so much. Oh, but, um, dude, it's my like going with Tyson. I, 
my friends and I, we all have this thing with the ninja back home in St. Louis, uh, where as as you go down the like the first hill, yep. we all yell, we yell, lift your feet because like you get some kind of good airtime at that second. So like we just yell it and then uh you get the airtime. Uh and then we had a friend who literally rode the ninja ten times in a row back to back to back to back. Yeah, that was the whole point of it. And they are now concussed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because that thing would kill you. Because you had the thing over, but your head would be between the two restraints and just beat your head back and forth. That's all I remember. Like, you should have had to wear a helmet. You literally should have had to wear a helmet in that ride. You probably should have. Oh my God. So terrible. But it was awesome. Back in the day when you're an idiot. Okay, yeah. here we go. Margaret's got a question. She says, Hey, Mike and BOGP podcast crew, I'm hoping you can help me decide how best to use a five day ticket that includes Genie Plus at Disneyland. We got a lot of Disneyland going today. Hey. Well, I got my Disneyland shirt on. Maybe that's it. Uh, the challenge I have is that I'll be at Disneyland for six days. That's a good challenge to have. I won't arrive until after 4 p.m. on day one, and that assumes no travel delays from the UK. I need to leave around noon on day six to get back to LAX for my flight back to the UK. So should I use the one day of the five day ticket on my arrival day and spend the late afternoon and evening in the parks or not go into the parks that day, but instead use my fifth day of the ticket on my last day to be able to get three hours in the parks before I return home? I'm not staying on Disney property, so I won't be able to get in for that extra half hour in the morning. I'm leaning towards using it on arrival day as, uh, as it will mean an extra opportunity to see the evening shows and parades, but welcome hearing your advice on this. Best wishes, Margaret. Ricky, what say you? Uh, well, you're not a morning person, but what I say know, you I'm not anyway? a morning person, but I have done Disneyland in the morning, so see? Um, but I'm going to say, I as well, I know they're coming from the UK, so that's my only like sticking point on that is the time zone difference that you're going to definitely feel coming to California. Uh, so I'm hoping that you're stopping somewhere along the way, because uh, if that's a straight shot, whoo, that's... That's a long day. I was messed uh, up just coming from the middle of the United States. Like, I was like, why is everybody going to bed so early? Like, yeah, <laughs> back home. It was so weird. So, uh, personally, I would go for the evening at, at Disneyland. But, you know, I would play it by ear in that sense because, uh, although you got to have park reservations. So, yeah, that's, uh, I would, I would go with the evening one. But um, if you're worried about being just completely sleep deprived, then I'd do the, the morning um, on your departure day. I'd rather have that departure day to like just not stress. So that's kind of why I would I would rather do it the day that I arrive. Plus, you're so hyped at being there um, the day that you get there. You want to be in the park anyway. So that's why I'd, I'd go the night that I got there. See, I'm going the opposite way. And here's why I like her idea, though, of the going the night you get there, though. The idea we've seen the parades and fireworks, right? Because that's awesome. Here's the thing. I think you can that first day you're so amped up, like, because this is what I did. Because I had a five day ticket and we were there for seven days. I was fine with just seeing downtown Disney and just going up to the gates and like looking at the train station and all that. I mean, I wanted to go in. Don't get me wrong. Dude, I almost climbed the fence. Like I was so amped, but I knew I couldn't. I knew tomorrow was going to be amazing. Like, and I could hardly, I was totally the commercial. I was too excited to sleep because I was at the Disneyland hotel. Like I was there. I was so close to the train station, but we went into Marceline's like the the candy store. We went into the, you know, all the stores. We went into the, yeah, just all the stores at downtown Disney. And just had a good time and then got to relax, got to bed early and whew, we're out there in the morning. So 
I, you know, adjust, like you said, adjustment from travel. You're kind of tired. You're not at your, your best. I, don't, I would do the opposite. But I mean, again, here we are. We always do this on every question. Pam, be the tiebreaker. What would you do? I'm going to be the tiebreaker because there is a correct answer. Okay, good. Because, I mean, really, there's no right or wrong. I mean, it just depends. Because no, the thing I'm is, like, it, then, you know, then you could really get a lot done in those three hours on your on your last day. That's so I'm going to actually say, um, go ahead and do it the day you get there. And mm-hmm. I will tell you why. First of all, if your plane's really delayed and you're not feeling it, you can cancel that theme park reservation and make it for your last day. So that's use the ticket for your last day instead. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Secondly, when I travel someplace and it's not the time zone I am in, I do my best to get on that time zone the first day I'm there. So when I fly to California, even though I'll, you know, I'll typically be flying in the morning from Pittsburgh and I get to California, I make myself stay up till at least 10 o'clock on the day, wherever I am. And the Mm -hmm. reason why that is, is because then you're just like so exhausted that you sort of, your body sort of naturally lets you sleep in a little bit, do all those things that you don't typically do. The other reason is the one that you mentioned, the nighttime shows. Um, Those are typically the things that it's sort of hard to fit them all in or that you like them so much you want to see them again. So that. So I would do that and leave my last morning. I do one of the character meals. There's a great Mm -hmm. one at Goofy's. Mm -hmm. There's one at Storytellers Cafe that has all the princesses. Take my time there, have all my stuff packed and then head to it. I'm not I'm, I'm joking that there isn't a right answer, but that's what I would do. Yeah, it's, it, you know, like, do you hit the ground running or do you save it so you can have that, those last few hours to hang on to your vacation before you get to the airport? You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of either way. All right. John's got a question here. He's in our live chat and he's going to sail with us on the BR Guest Podcast cruise in 60 days. Can you believe it? Two months. What, what, I don't even know what song the wish plays. Oh, when you wish upon a star, right? On the horn. Pam, you've been on it, right? I've been on it a couple times. Have they let you push the button to play the horn yet? No, no, they didn't come and get me. And like, I'm sort of upset about that. Like, I really like their ships and I have a good time. Dude, I think I, I would be the perfect person to push uh, the button. I'm just saying one of the podcast cruises, like as we were sailing out, no kidding. The first thing the horn played was Be Our Guest. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. Yes. And I think I was in a tiki, uh, a grass skirt at the time with a margarita in my hand. I was like... <laughs> Dude, I'm the king of the world right now. This is the I'm here with like a hundred <laughs> friends drinking a margarita or some kind of sail away drink in a grass skirt, and they're playing Be Our Guest on the horn on the ship, and we're going past yes. fish lips. I'm like, life rocks. <laughs> anyway, John's got a question. He says, looking forward to the BOGP cruise coming up in July. My wife and I are first time cruisers. What's one tip from each of you to to enjoy for our first time? Mm-hmm. Mine is, and again, it's the one I always give. Do the minor things on board. Of course, you're going to want to see the headliner shows. You're going to want to enjoy the meals in the dining room. You're going to want to do all that stuff. But I'm telling you what, for me, the fun is going to 80s trivia. It's going to karaoke. It's going to the game shows that sometimes they shoehorn in between dinner and the show, the main show. Like it'll be a quick little, you know, 30 minute thing in the equivalent of the D lounge, you know, like the family little venue that's small. it's that kind of stuff, you know, the towel folding or, you know, all that crazy stuff. That's like, 
the thing where you, we, I forgot what they call it, the Spuds 500 or something, where you like take a potato and you turn it into like a race car. Like it's like the, it's like the pine card, yeah, Pinewood Derby about. and the Boy Scouts, like the vegetable 500 or something. It was just like, and you get a little medal, you know, if you win and I'm super competitive. Um, so I like, I love that kind of stuff. Silent disco. Like you got to go to that yeah. stuff. You know I mean, this stuff, rock, like, I mean, but first, the biggest thing, look at the navigator. And then, you know, put a heart next to everything you might even at all be interested in. And then your phone will give you a little, bzz, you know, 30 minutes before the event happens. And you make the call. Do I want to go or not? But at least, you know, so minor events become major fun with Disney Cruise Line and they can use that for their next commercial. All right, Pam or Ricky, you go <laughs> give some advice, even though you're unfortunately not going because I know but... I, I had a child care <laughs> issue. So I am unfortunately not able to make the BOTP cruise, but you've sailed. So and you've sailed. Many I have sailed cruises. and I will be uh, I will be sailing the wish in August. It's a long story, but I was supposed to sail the wish last August. But Lucy had other plans. She made me very nauseous. And I didn't want to end up in a Bahamian hospital. So I was like, hmm, yeah, probably not a great idea. Yeah, Good exactly. Good idea, Mom. So <laughs> I pushed my wish cruise to August. And then, yeah. So anyway, um, my tip is, it, it kind of goes along the lines with what you have. Um, make sure you stop and just enjoy, like, the decks. You know, like, sit on a deck well you know i don't do they have a deck four where they have like the comfy chairs or something like that I'm sure there's if a not, deck four i'm sure it doesn't go from like three to five yeah i mean i, mean, I get that but like <laughs> there are plenty of spaces on the ship to sit and enjoy yeah there exactly really that, yeah that's like the best thing to do is just sit and enjoy it you know for me it's like i'll go grab a coffee and just watch the as the ocean you know goes by or uh you know or you know go, go get an ice cream or you know whatever but like just sit and enjoy just being there you know what i'm saying like that's the best thing that so many people i think because they are running from place to place to place to place i think that a lot of times people forget about doing that and like that's one of the most marvelous things that you can do when you're on a disney cruise line ship or any cruise ship to be honest but that's that's one of my favorite things and don't don't take pictures of like your feet like looking out of the ocean please i mean don't post i mean i won't i have runner's toes like and i hardly <laughs> have toenails at this point so i'm not going to post any of those on social all right pam go ahead what do you got <laughs> all right i'm gonna do two because i, I <laughs> always do two yeah, when you're right. only supposed yes, to do one. absolutely um so i always suggest make sure you see a sunrise and a sunset oh 100 100 right they're so good just pick a spot go and look and enjoy it's really just a cool, cool thing to do at sea. I don't know why it's so much better at sea, but pretty much everything's better at sea. Mm -hmm. So I will absolutely say that. And another thing I um, suggest doing is once you get on the ship and you're looking at your app and all the really cool activities that are going to be happening during your cruise, have each member of your family pick one thing they want to do and everyone else has to be all in and do the thing. That's like if it's trivia, then you're all in yes. and you're all doing trivia. If it's karaoke, you're all in and you're all singing karaoke. If it's um, meet one of the princesses, then you're all in, you're getting your photo taken and all of that. It's just, it's a cool thing. And I think you get to see your family in sort of a different way. It's really interesting to see what everyone might do. That's a good call. And find me. We'll, we'll, I'll be all in with you. So it'll be fun. I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. I mean, we're getting so close. I'm getting so, so excited because we just saw the kickoff 
But the because I mean, yeah. we get the silver anniversary at sea stuff, right? And I mean, you know, new gifts for castaway club members in the staterooms, new lanyards, new treats mm -hmm. on those the ship. Those lanyards look amazing, by the way. I'm excited to get my lanyard. So I know. they yeah. have like a little Mickey bling bling on them, kind of. I know. Uh, I know, kind That's of a little awesome. flavor flavish. It's gonna yeah. be pretty Flame awesome. Up, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, so. It's not, I'd like for us to get t-shirts. Okay. For everybody that wants to get them, this is just something we've done in the past. It, we don't have a logo. If anybody is any kind of talented in graphic design that's out there. And if you're on the podcast cruise, that'd be awesome. But if you're not that you're more than welcome to, we're going with the kind of patriotic theme of this is a you know, podcast, something like, um, Fourth of July. No, it's yeah. a, a salute to all podcasts, but mostly the BOGP. And like kind of right. Sam Eagle oh, thing for this funny. cruise because it's over the 4th of July. But if anybody wants to throw together kind of a logo for us for the podcast cruise, that'd be awesome. And just let me know if you're kind of into that and you just want to have it on a shirt. We could like print it up for some t-shirts. Yeah, we can get it printed Yeah, because yeah. we could figure we could get it on a shirt. But because it's getting down to crunch time and I was trying to, I am the worst at like, I, I'm I, I got terrible grades in art and middle. Yeah. I even had to take an art because when you become a teacher, you have to take all these classes like teaching blank in the elementary classroom. I had to take teaching art in the elementary classroom. It was horrible. I'm like, look, I promise you, I will not be teaching art. That's what I told the lady. She's like, okay, you get a C. I was like, C works for me because I'm never going to teach art. I could teach PE. I could teach math, science, social studies. I'm never teaching art and I'm never teaching band because I, I had to play like a ukulele. For I had to take a final one time. Totally off topic. This should be a mic in the Midwest, but here we go. <laughs> in this music class it was teaching music in the elementary classroom again i was like i promise you i will never i, I was a dj at the time i was like I'll, I'll spin a record for you but i'm never teaching music so i had to play for my final i had to play um a harpsichord you know what that is i felt like i was like a like a like a yes. flyer from like the middle ages and i'm left-handed and they only had right-handed instruments oh, no. so i had to play a ukulele like upside down i had to play a harpsichord <laughs> In like one other instrument, and I in like I missed the final because I was at a speed skating competition. So I had to go into the lady's office and do it like in you know just like one on one. It was like I was giving her like a personal concert, and it was terrible. And I was like, "Look, lady," I, I told her, "I was like, ma'am, please don't fail me." I was like, "Look, I want to be a teacher, but I promise you, I'm going to be in a big school district because it's like for people that like teach way out in the country that they have to, yeah, like in their one school one room schoolhouse, right? They, they have to teach everything." I'm like, I'm going to teach in a big district. They're going to have a music teacher. I just have to teach the good stuff. You know, like the regular stuff, science, social studies, math, you know, all that good stuff. I'm never going to get around to you. I promise you, I'll sign a letter right here that I, I will never teach a kid how to play the ukulele. I promise you. Like, I, I will never do that. I, you have my word. Ukulele in school anyway, so. She gave me a C too. So I was like, Phew. that killed my grade point average though. Cause I could not, cause I was left-handed and I only had a right-handed, that I should have filed like an ada thing against her like right exactly felt that discriminated against. really messed up because yeah. i'm left-handed too and there's no way i could play dude, i was playing the thing upside down dude i, I yeah. mean i, I should have got extra credit you know anyway right yeah here we go ashley's got a question uh speaking of 25th anniversary she needs some dinner recommendations <laughs> and i'm not gonna play a ukulele for you people hey there my husband and i'll be celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary at walt disney world this august we met working at the disney store back in 1997 nice. and so disney has been an important part of our story having said this we haven't been to disney world since 2014 which is why uh, which is by far the longest stretch between trips my husband surprised me with this anniversary trip a few days ago, and obviously there are a lot of new things for us to see and do in the parks. 
My specific question though is around a special dinner. Since we'll be there for our 25th anniversary, where would you recommend? We would like to stay in the parks or close by at a nearby resort due to the sheer amount of new things we have to fit into our days. We also don't want to break the bank, <clears throat> but a nice sit down meal with good atmosphere would be nice. What would be your suggestion for a nice 25th anniversary meal? We're feeling a bit overwhelmed with choice. Thanks. Ashley is in Villa Rica, Georgia. And yes, she didn't know which email to send it to, but that one worked. Okay. So don't want to break the bank nearby, either in the parks or close to the parks. One of the on-site resorts, Ricky romance, Ricky, what do you got? That's me. Uh, I am actually going to take one of Pam's suggestions from earlier and I'm going to say Tiffin's. I think that that's a really great option. I've done that. Uh, myself with me and Brian, it's definitely kind of has a romantic vibe. They have some interesting food. It's in the theme park. So I'm going Tiffin's this time. Tiffin's Tiffin's fancy, fancy Pam Forrester. What say you romantic? What Pam? two am I going <laughs> to There you go. Exactly. Okay. So if you're over in the Epcot area, um, you can walk out and go to Ale and Compass. Um, it's right there at the, uh, yacht club and i think you'll get a good meal there the atmosphere is kind of romantic it's kind of darkly lit and stuff like that um and it has good food it's not outrageously expensive it's not a signature meal but it is good solid food there's some great stuff there so check that out and if you happen to be over at the magic kingdom i'm gonna say that there are some great spots um over at the polynesian and one of them is kona um, I think that that's a great table service location that has some different options, but it's not going to break the bank either. So try that. Yes. And I'm going to go with one that uh, Sean in our live chat has suggested and it is Steakhouse 71 at the Contemporary because again, good very good food at a very reasonable price for what you're getting. I think, you know, I think that's a very reasonably priced uh, option. You get to go to the Contemporary, see the you know, the whole hotel, the monorail passing through, it's very Disney. And I think that's something you're looking for in your vacation. Also, I was going to throw in Trattoria Al Forno uh, over on the boardwalk, because I think that's reasonably priced, really good Italian food, in my opinion. I mean, I think it is. And you could, you know, have a night out on the boardwalk and get ice cream down at the ice cream place. You just walk the loop around there, try to avoid the kids driving the, the Surrey bikes. You know, don't, don't mm -hmm. get hit by those. Um, that'd be not romantic, but I think that'd be two good options. Sean also says the boathouse, which is a good option if you're going to Disney Springs. Because uh, the thing is, the boathouse is a signature restaurant, but there are things on the menu that can be very reasonable. Like the filet sliders are not super expensive and they're just super tasty. And it, you still 100%, they atmosphere. have burgers and sandwiches and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of those places like I always think, oh, it's signature, like it's too expensive to go there. But the boathouse, actually, I mean, if you if you look on the menu, you can find stuff. So it's not bad. Let's see if we have time for one more question. Uh, that was too long. Yeah, it's super long. It's like a book. <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Uh, no, we don't have time for another question. So we're going to wrap it here and we'll get the to the end. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> That's going to do it for today. But uh, we'll get to the questions again next Wednesday. So join us in the live chat. We usually record around 5.30 Eastern. Sometimes we go a little bit early. Well, so we've got two weeks left of uh, yeah. Ricky's You know, Mike, if you so. hadn't gone on and on about your story about playing the instruments, we could have gone with that last question. Okay, fine. Grace has a question. No, Here I'm we go. No, I'm just giving it up. I'm just <laughs> nope, this is what you're getting. Go. You're getting another question. Hey, BOGP crew. 
I was lucky enough to get an annual pass when they went back on sale last week. I opted to add on PhotoPass, a must for race weekends, but chose not to add the water parks and sports option. This is my first time as an AP holder, and now I'm even more excited for the trips I have planned for next year. I'm just wondering if you could talk about any tips for getting the most out of my pass benefits that I might not be thinking of. Thanks for all you do, Grace. My biggest one is make sure that you show it every time you buy merchandise, because a lot of times you get up to 20% off, and it's right there on the app under Memberships. Just scroll down on the main page. We talked about that on Friday's show. But Pam, what do you say as a longtime AP holder? I think um, the same advice for every time you eat at a restaurant. Just ask. Like, I, I've been doing this for I don't know how long. And every now and then, I'll like say, I don't think they have an annual pass restaurant. Yep. You don't have a discount, do you? And they're like, oh, yeah, we yeah. do. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that. Yes, so definitely that. What about you, Ricky? Don't make me plot another question. <laughs> yeah, no, I- <laughs> My tip is, is, uh, you know, you will get your magnet. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, the magnets. I see that question all the time in, uh, in, in uh, you know, um, Facebook groups of when am I going to get my magnet? When am I going to get my magnet? So just know, like, um, you'll get the yellow magnet mailed to you more than likely. Uh, I don't get my magnets mailed to me because for some reason they, they've screwed my stuff up. For I don't know, but I've tried many times to fix it. And it's never fixed, but they sent it to Brian, so at least one of us gets a magnet. Uh, and then the other magnets, most of the time, if you're looking for those, they don't mail those. Usually, I say most of the time, uh, those are ones that you have to go to the parks to actually get. Usually, um, so just keep that in mind. It's on like a rare occasion, and it was a lot during COVID that they would mail the magnets. I think now that you know everything's moved on a little bit, uh, they're starting to invite people to come back into the parks again. So um, that's just my tip on that. If you want your magnets, you're probably going to have to go in the park. Lately at Epcot, connections. Not yes, connections, exactly. uh, could, uh, oh, creations. Create, God, could they have made that too. anymore? They, why did they I do that? don't. <clears throat> there, yeah, somebody's laughing don't their butt off every time we make a mistake. Because I hit got them again <laughs> every time. Anyway, for uh-huh. real, this is it. We're going to go until Friday, but we'll be back on Friday celebrating Cinco de Mayo with you. So be ready for that. But of course, as always, if you have a question, email that to me at Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. We'll get that in the queue to answer right away or join us live as we record on Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The awesome agents over at the Magic for Less are making magic for their guests every single day. No kidding. We hear the stories. Our guests, you know, when they get back. One of the greatest things about working over at the Magic for Less and getting to do what we do is when our guests come back from a Disney vacation, whether it's a cruise, an adventure, maybe, you know, anywhere around the world, uh, Disneyland, Walt Disney World, what have you. And they they just send us a quick email, you know, with a couple pictures attached and you see kids and families you know, just with joy on their faces. And they, they tell us, you know, you will never believe this this interaction we had with Peter Pan back in Fantasyland or you know, we got to celebrate this 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 great meal with grandma that, that just we've been looking forward to, you know, since 2018. And that really kind of fulfills our hearts as travel agents because we want that for everybody. We want everybody to have amazing memories that you'll carry with you, not just for the trip, but for the rest of your life. You know, you'll talk about that in five years, 10 years at Thanksgiving or Christmas or, you know, whatever holidays you're, you're celebrating where everybody's around the table. That's what it's all about. And we want to make those memories for you. So when it's time to make that next uh, you know, trip to a Disney destination, we'd love to help you out because this is kind of our goal with every trip we put together for our guests. So just swing by the magic for less.com, fill out that quote form, 
and uh, just put as much information as you have. We'll take it from there, and we'll build that relationship, and we'll plan a great trip for you. So, again, check them out today over at the Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It helps us out a whole bunch. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And come over and join us for Mike in the Midwest, our Patreon show, where uh, you can get some bonus content and support the Be Our Guest Podcast at the same time. So check them out over at Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give Pam a follow on social media at TMFLTPam. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you this week. And again, we'll be back again tomorrow with a replay from Sunday Night's Live call Show. And then on Friday, we're talking ways to celebrate Cinco de Mayo around Walt Disney World. We're going to have some fun with that. So we're jumping out of here, but we'll be back with you in 48 hours. So sit tight and have fun and uh, we'll get back with you. So stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.